What was the reason? I just explained the reason. What was the reason, bitch? I don't need to explain myself to you. What was the reason? We have made it. It has been a whole year of gay side stories where the gay shit goes. I am your host, Trillificent. I'm happy to be here. I'm tired, but I'm here. I'm still here. I'm doing a pop lock right now. Y'all can't tell because you can't see me. This is the one year anniversary show, you guys. So to bring in the one year anniversary, I thought it would be great if I brought a fan favorite guest back. You can hear him in the background making noise. Please introduce yourself yet again. Hi, everyone. I am Adrian. It's very nice to be back with you guys again. Uh, Thank you for having me back. Thank you for coming. So we're going to celebrate this one year anniversary right. But before we get into all of the good stuff, if you want to congratulate me, you can do so by retweeting a link on Twitter or posting on your Instagram or your Facebook, uh, especially leaving a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. I also accept nudes, (coughs) gift cards, cash app payments. Thank you so much. Like. I am all encompassing. I I enjoy getting gifts. You deserve. Okay. I deserve. It's been a year. It's been a year. And in addition to that, um, on Facebook, I started a discussion group for the pod. So if you search for hashtag gay side pod, which is also the hashtag you should be using when you talk about the show on Twitter or whatever, then you'll see the group, join the group and feel free to interact and ask questions or, uh, answer stuff that's in there or just laugh or, you know, whatever. So and we have a discussion group on Facebook. So we'll see how that goes. I actually took a peek at it earlier today. So, yeah, I'm actually going to uh, go back and go through it and, you know, yeah. add my good comments. Oh, goodness. I don't know about the word good, but I'm sure there'll be comments. <laughs> Speaking of good, so let's get into the segments. We have a lot of ground to cover for this episode. So the come quick. I'm going to come, sir. Oh, yeah. First and foremost, I believe you have a little bit to talk about. So something about an open mic night. Okay. So, um, yeah, Uh, for the past, I don't know, I'm going to say two months or so, um, I decided to get into doing stand up um so i've been working on uh my set and i'm actually going to do my first open mic february 27th and i'm very excited about it i'm i'm terrified but i'm very excited uh i feel like i've been putting you know a great deal of work into it hopefully you know i can make people laugh hopefully they enjoy it so yeah that's what that's what i have going on It'll be interesting. So is that, where is it going to be at? It's going to be in Charlotte. Uh, okay. So if y'all are in Charlotte, make sure y'all do your Googles or just ask directly. Figure out where the open mic night is and go support. Go laugh, even if it's not funny. Right. I mean, tickle yourself. Do whatever you got to do. Think about your grandma falling. Whatever it takes to get a laugh out, 
either laugh with me or laugh at me. Either way, just laugh. So there you go. It's open mic, so the more laughter, the better. Right. Right. <clears throat> so I resurrected the Twitter polls because I realized that I had not done any in a while. So I have two for you guys. One is a newer one that I did. And one is an older one that I have forgotten about. So the first Twitter poll, which are also on the Facebook discussion group, hashtag gay side pod. Men that bottom, regardless of sexual orientation. So I didn't want to leave my um, brethren that like to get pegged by their lady friends. You know, y'all, y'all lives matter or your holes matter, too. That's right. So men that bottom, regardless of sexual orientation, do you care if the person digging you out calls your ass a pussy? And the answers are, I love it. I hate that shit. And if the dick is good, I don't care. So just guess which was the winner. Um, I'm going to go with, I don't care as long as the dick is good. Correct. So with barely... 38%, if the dick is good, I don't care, one. Second up was I hate that shit with 36%. And then 26% said I love it. So it's 26% of y'all out there that have a whole anus, but you like for it to be called a pussy. And you know what? I'm not here to shame you. Whatever goes on behind the closed doors and whatever gets your you know, pussy quivering, then have at it. I just thought that that was interesting. I, I'm I'm actually not surprised by those numbers. I I kind of figured that would be how it kind of panned out. Yeah, I'm not surprised either. So the second one, uh, I think this was an older one. And so the question was for all the dick suckers out there, cut, uncut, or dick is dick. So which one do you think won on that poll? I'm definitely going to say uh, cut is going to win that one. Um, mm-hmm. Dick is Dick will probably be second. Correct again. Yeah. So barely by one percent, cut one third foot with forty three percent. Dick is Dick was second with forty two percent, and uncut was fifteen percent. So I'm we'll get in more into this later because this is going to be in the main topic, but. I thought those were some interesting little polls that we did. So y'all are nasty. (laughs) Good luck, everybody. I'm definitely not surprised by those numbers. No, I'm not. You know what? To be honest, I thought uh, I thought cut would win by a bigger margin. I I I I could. But that's, however, that's based on what people present, which we all know. A lot of times, y'all be on there on Twitter or. In your iMessage chats, talking all kinds of cash shit about uncut dick, when in reality, you either don't mind it or probably some of the best dick you ever had was uncut. But, you know, it's it's cute to pose like uncut dick is horrible. So it's like, whatever. But I, th- I definitely thought more people would say um, cut in the poll. I'm, I'm, the, the closeness shocks me, but I'm not surprised that it won, though. But yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all that it won, but I am shocked by the closeness. And I thought Uncut would be a little bit lower, too. Really? Because, uh, yeah, because, you know, people that praise Uncut, they on Tumblr. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? This is a Twitter poll, so I was not expecting it. Gotcha. Okay. You know, my thing is just don't make it weird for nobody. 
and don't fed it because some of y'all be anyway we don't need to get into that <laughs> so let's get into the main topic for this episode so for this anniversary episode i reached way 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 back into my notes and we are doing a follow-up to a past episode so episode three my former co-host and i did an episode where we just came up with a bunch of questions or we asked people questions about LGBT people, primarily gay, just because that's our intersection. And we just gave our opinions about a bunch of questions. So I have a list of questions from that that we didn't get to. So we'll get to those now. Probably we'll do this again because I really want to do this same format for different uh different people in the community. I would love to do one for like bisexual people. I would really love to do one for transsexuals, uh, people transsexual. What am I saying for transgender people? Sorry. I was looking at bisexuals and it just flowed that way anyway. So we'll get into that later. So the first question, and this is just a general question. The rest of the questions are going to be more tied to relationships and sex. Woo. You know how y'all like y'all sex. Allegedly. So what terms do you hate being called? And when I say that, I mean terms like fag or whatever the case may be. Hmm. Um, well, number one and probably the main one is being called a fag. Uh, and that's just off of the strength that it's not a term of endearment and it's never been used to me as a term of endearment. So, uh, yeah, I, I, that's that's pretty much it. I don't really I think growing up that was probably the only thing that I was called that was homophobic, I guess. Uh yeah, that's just about square to squares it away. Same. That's the only one I don't like being called. I don't like hearing it, but I know some of y'all are like, oh, we reclaiming or whatever. We all suck dick and it's like, okay, whatever. I mean But I don't like I have a tendency to use it whenever I'm upset and I'm referring to something that a fellow gay did that pissed me off. But I mean, I, I know it's something that I probably should get better about, but I, I know that I'm guilty that's on the case. Part of your conditioning with it, though, because if it was used as a weapon against you, then it makes sense for you to in turn use it as a weapon against someone else. Yeah. And it was the same thing with me, but I don't use it at all. The only time I use it is when if I'm talking about it in a in a situation or a conversation like this. Mm-hmm. But hearing it growing up all the time, you know, that was my one of my stepdad's favorite lines. We ain't raising no faggots. So oh. I don't like being called it. And for people that use it, I mean, I'm not too, too much in the habit of policing people's language. But this is one of those things where if someone asks you politely not to call them that, then don't. Don't sit there trying to argue with them. Don't try to convince them that why it should be used. I don't give a damn if you call all your best friend. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Oh, yeah. Nah. If I say I don't like being called the shit, then don't fucking call me that. Yeah. You see, my, my thing is, if somebody tells you not to call them, then you do it anyway. Then you ask them to get cussed out. Like that's at the very minimum. Yeah. At the very minimum. OK, so let's move on. Oh, ooh, mm-hmm. how do you feel? about some gay men trying to adopt heteronormative behavior and ideals in their relationships. 
So to break that down a little bit, what I mean by that is you got two men in a relationship, in a gay relationship. They love each other or they love each other's genitals or whatever it is that y'all use to get together. And they want to act like they are a heterosexual couple. So one of them has to be kind of the quote unquote girl and the other has to be the guy. Hmm. I, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's shit. I don't even know. Damn. I, um, I mean, to me, I don't see anything wrong with it. I guess just off of the strength that the only relationship viewpoint that we've ever had to go off of that was accepted as normal, I guess would be the man woman relationship. So, uh, and I guess their dynamics. So I can't really, I mean, I I don't get it, but in the same breath, like I, I get it. Um, okay. I mean, that's fair. I would say more often than not, it does more harm than good. Cause a lot of times I see gays trying to force themselves into those roles or they're trying to force their mate into a mold right. and neither of them fit it. And so it causes a lot of friction. And then that's when you start getting people talking shit like, well, the top should pay for everything because he's the man. That's ridiculous. And the bottom should cook and clean and keep house for the top. And it's like, that- if that is what works for y'all and it's a natural, have at it. If you want to be June Cleaver and you want this motherfucker to go to work while you sitting at home, I don't know, doing whatever you're doing, fine. Or, you know, if you're a more modern take and y'all both go to work, but he gets to come home and put his feet up while you cooking and clean. I'm, I don't give a damn what you do. But a lot of times that's not how it works because at some point, in most cases, y'all are still both men or you still have pride. That's a whole and, lot of testosterone flying around in that room. Right. And it's just, it just doesn't work. And even if it works for you, I'll, most of the time in my experience, I've seen people are not able to keep that on the, in within their relationship. They can't help but project it. So you in a relationship with your man and y'all are doing a heteronormative thing and he's the woman and you the man, he's the bottom, you the top. That's what works for y'all. And then you see me in my relationship and you think something's wrong with me and mine because we decide that we're not doing that. That's a problem. Yeah. And that kind of goes back to what you were saying of, you know, we didn't we don't have examples of healthy relationships. So you want to force that on everyone. And I'll speak up for all of the gays out there. I'm not trying to be nobody's woman in a relationship. Mm-hmm. All right. We two grown adults and we need to do what two grown adults do. We need to do what works best for us. You can keep all that extra shit mm-hmm. out of my face unless unless unless. You have the coin, and then we can talk. Hey, hey. Okay. <laughs> let me let me let me let me tell you something. All right. If you have the proper coin, my vacuum lines in the rug are legendary. All right. That's all I'm gonna say on that. I'm telling you, I I don't <laughs> mind cooking. That's all I'm gonna say. If you have the coin, well, I, with no prenup. Well, I, I'm, I would get a baseboard with a sponge if the money right. Like, Listen, listen. I'll do that freaky shit and be like, oh, you want me to clean up in a jock strap? I got you, boo. Yeah. I don't know what we're talking about. Let's move <laughs> on. 
Okay, so why do some tops act like you're supposed to immediately bend over and offer the cakes just because they're speaking to you? What's your opinion? <sighs> I feel like it's just because the demand for them is, I guess, higher than it would be for bottoms. So I feel like they feel like they can be more reckless about it. And oh, they feel the point. I Well, I don't even want to say top privilege because that sounds kind of weird, but... I feel like because they know that it's more bottoms than tops, they can kind of float through however and say whatever and carry themselves however, because at the end of the day, bottoms are still going to choose them. Right. Because they're the commodity. And ugh. yeah, I I actually agree with that. And I think there's a lot of ego in it. And they do. They believe the hype that there are no tops out there. And so. And like, oh, I'm a precious commodity, so I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Talk to you however the fuck. Because yeah. listen, I can't tell you how many times dude to hit you up and be like, I ain't trying to exchange a bunch of messages if we're going to do it. I'm like, nigga, you don't even have no picture. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Get out of my face. No, if you don't go brush your tongue and find something to do. Right. Move on to the next because I'm not the one for you. And no, no. <sighs> Oh, ooh, okay. So this next question, we're going to get into some shit. So why do some bottoms not want to date or have sex with verse men? Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mm-hmm. think being that um, when a bottom, I guess, knows someone else's bottoms, I think it kind of ruins the fantasy for them. Listen, bot- you know, bottom shaming is a thing, and I've done episodes about that, but I don't think anyone shades bottoms more than other bottoms. Like, I don't know what that's about. And then a lot of bottoms think that verse men are bottoms. Um, just we'll get into that. that they would date a top but not date another bottom. So We're going to get into that, too. Um, but yeah, I... I, I think it's more so it ruins the fantasy versus them not being able to meet what the other person requires so or what they want or whatever. Um, I mean, I agree. So like I say, I think there's a lot of reasons, but one of the main ones is that a lot of bottoms think that verse is not a real thing. And when I say that, because some of y'all might be triggered or be like, girl, we just be playing again. No, they don't. A lot of y'all don't under y'all don't realize that when you say the same thing over and over again, when you make the same kind of joke over and over again, it's very easy to determine that there's truth behind that. Right. You don't you may not be aware of it, you may not be cognizant of it, but someone from the other side of the conversation is gonna be like, Okay, now every time the gays get to start talking reckless on Twitter, here you come talking about versus not a thing or um it ain't no true tops. Y'all all, ver- which, oh God. Whenever I see the term true top, it reminds me of, um, what's that show? Teen Wolf, when they were like, oh, such and such is a true alpha. And I was like, bitch, what is that? A true top? <laughs> <laughs> a true what? top. What, is, what, what does that even entail? Like, I, I, My uh, guess is... A true top is a top that does not and has never bottomed, does not have any interest in bottoming, don't even want their ass played with, don't even want it cupped. Oh, okay. Well, I could kind of, I, I, I could kind of see that. 
And I, I mean, I don't know why the distinction needs to be made, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, with the whole verse thing. So yeah, I agree with you. A lot of, I feel like a lot of bottoms think that verse doesn't exist and that verse men need to make up their minds. It's very interesting to me that a lot of bottoms treat verse men or the idea of verse men the same way a lot of people, both heterosexual and homosexual, treat bisexual people. Yeah. Like, oh, that's not a thing. You got to pick one or the other. And it's like, well, listen here, bitch. If I like pancakes and waffles, what the fuck you going to do about it? Right. The crazy part, people make verse to be this complicated thing. It, 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 and it's not. It's not that damn difficult. I promise you it's not. I also think that they could be insecure because they think they think that a verse partner requires penetration too, and they won't be able to deliver that. Which also is not the case just because, and again, it's the same thing with bisexuals. Just because a guy is verse, that doesn't mean he requires penetration in every sexual encounter that he has. Yes. If that was the case, then he would just go get with another verse. And that's why a lot, in my opinion, a lot of bottom, I mean, a lot of, a lot of verse men say they don't want to date bottoms because bottoms have all these restrictions on what, the other person can be. Oh, you got to be a true top. Oh, you got to be this. Oh, you got to be that. So a lot of verse be like, I don't want to deal with that shit. I feel like a lot of verse men would be like, I wouldn't mind dating the bottom, but the bottom always going to be looking at me crazy because I'm verse. Mm-hmm. And, they all, and they're and they going to be wondering, he wants some dick. I just know it. Look at him. Look how he chewing them enchiladas. I know he wants some dick. That and it's not actual, that serious. Actual, I can <laughs> It's not that serious. That is actual and factual. Thank you. But it's, and I'm telling y'all, it's not that serious. It's not. But that's why a lot of verse men be like, I don't want to date no bottom. I don't want to deal with a bottom. Because I see that all the time. And a lot of times I see stuff and I'll be like, that's problematic as fuck, my dude. But with this, I'll be like, I mean, I kind of understand. Because I don't want to be put through the ringer just for you because you identify as a bottom and you insecure and see for me my so. thing is if if i'm verse and you're a bottom i know what i'm stepping into whenever i agree thank you i know what so, i'm stepping into if i it's know a you're a that i've made i'm like this it's it's pretty black to me it's pretty black and white like if if i choose to date you and you're a bottom and you are concerning yourself with when i want to bottom then yeah, it's just it's just not going to work for me. Right. Mm-mm. Absolutely. Now, I will say that or rather, you know what? I'm going to leave that for the next question. So my last point on why I, I mean, I think a lot of them just think it's funny for the Internet. But again, it could just be me. But if, after a while, the same jokes, that shit gets lame. But y'all have fun with that. So, do you think gay men misunderstand what it means to be verse? I mean, I'm pretty sure what your answer is going to be because we kind of already hit on it, but... Well, yes, because to me, verse doesn't always mean flip-flop. So... Right. Verse like this ain't point. It's not always breeded raw. Doing both. And I, when, when it gets into the person and then it gets into, you know, relationship, then that's when it kind of branches off. But to me, versus just pretty much you are open to doing both. Exactly. And yeah, to yeah, so for people to make it just this extremely complicated thing, I mean, to each his own, but 
pretty it's pretty cut and dry with me. Uh, yeah. Exactly, exactly. I agree. I think that a lot of guys project their personal experiences onto the whole community. But I'm here to tell you, a verse man, a true verse does not need to top and bottom with everyone that they come across. Like if that was the case, because I've seen that too, because there's some verse men are like, I only want to date verse men because that's what they want. They want the flip flop, Mm -hmm. but not every verse man is like that. No, they're not at all. Like if you gave dick and you said, you know what? I like this. And then on another occasion, you took dick and you said, you know what? I like this. Guess what? Your verse. Meaning you can do both. It doesn't mean you are required to do both. Right. Mm -mm. Now, I will say this. That does not absolve those who have used verse as a stepping stone to bottom. (laughs) Because we all know some gays who have done that. And you laughing because you know I'm telling the whole truth and nothing but the damn truth. Because I feel like that's what got a lot of y'all fucked up in the head about verse because a lot of y'all know somebody who was like, oh, I'm verse, I'm verse, I'm verse. And then a year or two later, no, I'm bottom. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are some people that I know that have told me they're verse. And I was like, girl, who's back? I've actually hooked up with a guy who said he was verse. And then when it was all said and done, I mean, I wasn't trying to take no dick that session anyway, so I didn't really give a damn. But he was like, oh, he turned over all timid. And he was like, I just wanted to admit that um, I know I said I was verse on my profile, but I'm really a bottom. I would have been like, sister, please. (laughs) And I said, so when do we get to the point where you tell me something I didn't already know? Like... Yeah, uh, uh-uh. my you ain't got a lot to kick it. Like <laughs> you really don't, you really don't. But again, it comes with that with that stigma because bottoms, and I'm not saying that verse dudes or tops don't have a lot of criteria too. But bottoms have a lot of rigid criteria, and it's like nobody is trying to live up to all that just to get their dick wet. Like, calm down. Mm-hmm. Anyway, because this is not a bottom shaming show. It's not. It's not it's about not, that. I'm just, I love I'm, so, I, bottoms make the world go round. They do. Right? Y'all would not be enjoying my vidster and the Tumblr clips if it wasn't bottoms out here. So, so. give them their flowers while they give them their flowers. Put it in a fleet bottle. Make it nice and and pretty. Give them their give flowers. them their flowers while they're here. Still there. Exactly. I almost said something real shady. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you think two tops or two bottoms can be in a relationship? Uh, that quiver in your voice, no, ma'am. I'm going to say yes. Uh, how? I, I, I mean, from a sexual point, I don't know how, unless they just get in the bedroom and start messing. But uh, yeah, I, I believe so because uh, there are some gays who don't have penetration sex, like at all. Like, so, I mean, from an oral-only aspect, I could definitely see them rocking, maybe with some toys or something, but, ugh. hmm, so that's, that's a little, it's a little weird. I don't think it's weird. I think they absolutely can. I've seen it. Because it's all, but it's all in how you view your relationship, number one. All right. 
and how you view and how you view sex as it relates to your relationship. Right. Like I've known two tops being in a relationship, like a long relationship, like I'm talking about years. And they would do everything sexual except for penetration. And when they wanted to fuck something, they would find a willing bottom. I, I, I know that's right. I know. Take care of business and go right back to being in love. I've, I've heard of two bottoms being in a relationship. That's actually kind of lit. Like, I'm like <laughs> Listen, because, you know, bottoming is a lot of prep work. So yeah. if your dude would be like, hey, I'm trying to smash something tonight, be like, oh, not it. I ate Chipotle. Listen. But you have another option. Option B. Yeah, that's, that's so, actually kind of. I actually take back what I said. Two tops could definitely make a relationship work. That's actually kind of dope. Yeah. Now, two bottoms, I feel like that could be trickier because a lot of times bottoms are jealous and possessive of the dick that they're getting. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm not trying to shade anyone. I'm just trying to shed a little light. <laughs> I said this on a previous episode that we need more self-awareness. So I'm trying to help y'all with y'all self-awareness. A lot of bottoms are jealous and possessive of the dick they're getting. And a lot of them, y'all don't realize it or you don't want to admit it, but the shit shows. Show It comes out in your words, comes out in your actions. I'm just saying. Mm. Bless. That's that's funny as shit. (laughs) So does sexual position incompatibility automatically eliminate the chances of a relationship for me this question was actually uh posed by my friend brandon so shout out to him so you say yes for for me yes um and that's just because at 29 i enjoy having sex so um if if i can't have good sex with you uh that's that's going to make shit like not washing your bowl out, get on my nerves. Like leaving your socks, like it's going to make everything else get on my nerves. Okay, so follow up question: What does position incompatibility incompatibility mean to you? Well, for one, if I tell you what my sexual position is, and you tell me what yours is, and you and we get to the bedroom, and you lying, that's number one. Number two I mean, is. If the sex is trash um, and it's not and I'm not even saying like from jo- I mean, just continuously like not on the same page uh, and just bad, bad chemistry. Like if we just don't flow together sexually, it just won't. It just won't work. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> OK, so does position play a role in the incompatibility? Nah, I actually no. I don't think so. Um, nah, not not for me. Because I don't really. Because if if I like you, I like you. Your your sexual position doesn't really move me if I like you. Uh, if now if you if you're just trash at sex, then you're trash. But if you're yeah, it just if I like you, I like you. I, I don't really I don't really think about sexual position now that I think about it. Hmm. Okay. It's. I mean, it's it's a conversation that has to be had, obviously. But when it comes to meeting people, I don't really like. If you if if you cool, you cool. I don't really. I try not to go off the sexual position thing. Right. Um. I don't think it has to be a deal breaker, but it does make it a lot more important to communicate and you have to realize going into it that there may be some difficulty in pursuing a relationship if y'all are incompatible sexually. 
Like if you're the type that's like sex is part of the relationship and I don't I'm not the kind of gay that sees it as this outside entity, then sexual incompatibility or position incompatibility is absolutely going to be a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not the type of older, you want to be those older gays that are like, oh, honey, we built the whole life together, but we fuck around whenever we want to. Sex doesn't have anything to do with the life that we've built together. Mm. If you're not that type, then you being incompatible with your partner is not going to work. I, I, I just wonder how that conversation would go. Like just a, a, a non-sexual like conversation. Like you, you lay together, you're all affectionate and you just don't cross that line. It's, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Damn. I don't want it. And and I don't even have traditional views on relationships and sex, but it's still a conversation that has to be had because I've told y'all on a previous episode about going into every position, every position, assume all the positions, no, going into every relationship thinking that they all work the same way that it's always going to be a monogamous, blah, 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 blah. Like you need to define the parameters of your relationship with every relationship that you get into. Because that's how people get their feelings hurt. Ask the person what they like. Don't assume. It's. I mean, that too. Yeah. I mean, it's if if you ask somebody what they're into sexually, I mean, you you might be with it or you might be grossed out or you might be uncomfortable. I mean, that's to me, that would be the easiest way to go about it. But people don't like asking questions. They really don't. So They really don't. And I don't get it. People like to just okay. come in, be into me, be like, oh, hey. And then, oh, I'm just going to figure this shit out later. So Right. And then you sitting up here looking like Boo Boo the Fool on Twitter, subtweeting somebody. Anyway. <laughs> so do you think no fats, no fems, no spice, no rice, et cetera, et cetera? Do you really think that that's a preference <laughs> or is it a deeper issue? <laughs> I know it's racist. <laughs> I know a lot of y'all have never heard of the no rice, no spice thing, but I've seen that on profiles. Like white gays are disgusting. Oh my gosh. They horrible. Um <laughs> can you ask that question again? <laughs> okay. Wait, from 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 what I think I remember. Um Whew. No fats, no fems, no whatever. Is that a preference or is it a deeper issue? I, <clears throat> I definitely think it's a preference. Uh, but I, I've only seen no fats, no fems when it came to bottoms and the type of men that they like. I've, I don't think I've ever encountered a top that said no fat, no fats, no fems. But, you know, I haven't also haven't interacted with a lot of uh, tops who didn't rock with fat men. So I can't really, mm. I don't know. Like, but I, yeah, I definitely think it's a preference. Um, Cause I mean, we, we hear things like, you know, we don't want titties on our back. You know, we don't want to like fem on fem. Like they don't like, and I mean, being being fat, like people in the gay community treat fat like it's a handicap. And mm. so that's a whole issue within itself. But uh yeah, I mean it for some people it could be a deeper issue. Um I definitely think it's a 
I definitely think it's a deeper issue. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of if I know any fat men who really jump off the no fats, no fans. Yeah, I actually don't. Not a, I don't know any. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, honestly, I think a little bit of that is geography. Just from my personal experience, like the East Coast is a lot more welcoming of fatter men. Oh, yeah. Um, so that probably uh, is part of the reason. I think it's actually both because, and I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but here it goes. It might be controversial, but whatever. It's my opinion. You know what? I'll take that back because that makes me sound real white. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm a firm believer that you can't force physical attraction. Right. So if someone says bellies don't make their dick hard, then you have to leave it at that. Now, the reason why I say it's both because, okay, that's a preference. Bellies don't make your dick hard. But at the same time, when you say this is your preference and you you alienate an entire group, I'm talking about you you alienating hundreds of thousands, millions of men. I have to look at that and be like, so you really are saying that you've never seen a fat dude that you thought was attractive. Right. You've never seen a black man that you thought was attractive. You've never seen an Asian man or um, a Hispanic or a Latino man that you thought was attractive. That's where the deeper issue comes, because right. if it's just a surface level, either my dick gets hard or, or it doesn't. I mean, there's not really much to art. There's nothing to argue with there. Mm. Your dick don't get hard or, you know, your hole don't quiver or whatever. The opposite of dick getting hard. I mean, I thought it was just dick getting hard. Forever. <laughs> anyway. If your hormones don't go into overdrive, is my point, then there's nothing to argue with. All right. If you come across somebody and he happens to be fat and you're not into it, I mean, you can't force it. Yeah. But I mean, what you going to do? What you going to do? You can't force somebody to be physically attracted to you. See, but if you on there spitting rhetoric that, you know, like if you the type that. It's like no fats, no fems, and y'all need to get in the gym. If y'all was in the gym as much as y'all went to brunch and blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's a wow. deeper issue. That's oh, a dickhead thing to say. Uh, I mean. Um, you are rude. Oh, yes. Oh, I mean, yes. For, I mean, I'm I'm not going to say, like, for listen, if if y'all ain't into fat men, y'all, y'all slipping. And that's all. I, uh, that's all I'll say. Uh, well, well, I mean, <clears throat> you know, that's, you know, that they're not really my, my avenue, but, uh, but from my experience, I've, they, they, they're dope. The whole, f- <sighs> yeah, mm. it's, it's definitely a deeper, now that, now that you said it, it's definitely a deeper issue. Cause I feel like yeah. I've seen some really fine fat men. Mm-hmm seen some really fine feminine. Mm-hmm. So and I I've seen like, some real ugly regular dudes. Right. Quote unquote. So to so ugly inside and out completely close off a whole section of people, like you like it gotta be a deep rooted issue. Like some something gotta be wrong. Or even if you like I said, the the root of the issue comes when it's a violent uh, 
it's a violent rejection of it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not enough to say I don't. You know that's not my jam. Good luck to you. Have a nice night. The ones that get angry about it, they got to start talking shit about it. They can't never keep it out of their mouth because this is one of those things. Is like if I don't like something, I don't talk about it. Right. So if you are a gay man and you don't like fem men, but you keep something about fem men in your mouth all the time, then yeah, you look funny as hell in the light. And most men who shade fem men be real light on their feet and zesty anyway, which oh well, well, which can um as far yeah but. as far as the fat thing. Um, I think another part of it is is everything, not everything, but a lot of times people say things for show because I really am a firm believer that a lot of gays online that say they like film or chunky boys, they only say it because it sounds good. But if you read between the lines, you see that it's just talk. Case in point, a lot of on Tumblr, there's a lot of profile. Oh, fat boy. Oh, you give me a fat boy. Give me a thick boy. Oh, give me a fin boy. And then you look at their Tumblr profile and they, they don't read they don't reblog nothing but chiseled white boys. And you'd be like, so what's the truth, sis? Because what they like behind closed doors ain't what they trying to bring to meet their friends. Right. I mean, that's a whole nother issue. Okay. Well, that's something we can get into. We can sit here and talk about that forever. <laughs> so do you think men in the community are too wrapped up in the idea of perfection when it comes to potential romantic or sexual partners? Absolutely. Absolutely. more. I definitely think they are. Uh, I don't even think it's specific to the LGBT community. I don't know where this idea comes from that your love interest has to be perfect and the journey has to be perfect. It's the journey. But it's the journey. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still here, here, here. Oh, she sounded so bad. Anyway, um... But yeah, I I think that I mean I don't know where that idea of everything needs to be perfect. They gotta have a perfect body. They need to have a perfect job. They need to have the perfect personality. They need to be able to do this and do that, and 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 the sex needs to be perfect. But it's funny to me how because a lot of times people have this idea that their mate should be perfect. And simultaneously be perfectly equipped to deal with their imperfect ass. And that's the part that confuses me because you imperfect, you know, you imperfect and you want to be accepted for being imperfect, but you want your partner to be perfect. How does that work? Right. It's, it's, the it's strange. It's, it's very strange, but yeah, people, people definitely ain't trying to put in the work. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I think a lot of people get caught up in the idea of a fairy tale and everything is just it just works out perfectly. But my thing with that is, are you, what fairy tales are y'all looking at? Because every fairy tale I know, they be going through hell. All right. They be getting kidnapped by evil witches and fucking dragons and shit trying to kill them. And they got to swim the deepest oceans and they got to fight <laughs> gods. And what fairy tales are y'all looking at where everything is just perfect? Even Snow White, that dude had to go through hell to get just to be able to kiss the bitch. So, <laughs> I'm just saying. But yeah, I just like like Yama said, do the work. Like do the work. 
I can agree with Chain Chomp Vincent on that. <laughs> okay. So what do you think about being friends with someone that you've quote unquote hooked up with? This is always a topic of contention within the community from what I've seen. Okay. Um, well, I guess I can only go off my personal experience. Uh, I'm, I have a friend that I'm close with. Uh, our, back in our earlier days when we met, uh, we hooked up and we just knew that it wasn't, it just wasn't worth exploring anything further. And we just became really good friends. And we actually don't even see each other like that. Like, I mean, it happened, but we are not a track. Um, Yeah, I mean, formed in more unconventional ways. So, I, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it just depends on the person. I mean, I, this, like, that is the only friend that I'm friends with that I have, uh, hooked up with, but I definitely could not hook up with somebody and call them a friend like now in the present day. Uh, it's just not, I, I can't do it. Hmm. Um, I would say as long as there's no residual issues or attractions and both parties can approach the situation in a mature nature, it's absolutely possible. And it's not the contrary to what to popular belief or contrary to what young gays say, these gays that are 19, 20 ain't had no damn life experience. It's not the end of the world. If you are friends with someone that you've hooked up with straight people do it all the fucking time. And I promise you, it's not always a romantic comedy bumbling and fumbling like they show in the movies. It's not, I mean, not it's really not an abnormal thing. Right. I don't think it's abnormal, but the what is abnormal is the maturity level. You have to have that level of maturity. Yeah. Like I have uh, I have a handful of friends that we've hooked up at, at some point and it's not a big deal. We just friends like I, I don't want to say it's just sex, but sometimes again, it just sex. sometimes it is just sex. But again, if you don't have any residual issues, if you're not secretly pining for them, if you're not like trap boy and you getting mad because you can't get no more of what's in face's dick. So you want to start <laughs> slandering him out in these streets. You know what I mean? As long as you don't have any of that going on, you don't have any issues. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's really not hard. I just couldn't do it because I just don't want to fuck my friends. Like that's that's not And that's another thing. I think it's it's how you look at it because it's not necessarily saying okay, look at your friend group now. How what would happen if you hooked up with one of them? That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Because that is different. Making a conscious choice to hook up with a friend, that's a different conversation. Yeah. But if you okay. look at your circle of friends and be like, okay, me and this dude back in, you know, 2010, we got it in a couple times and now we friends, that's not a big deal to me. I feel like if you out here hitting your friend, like that, that is not your friend. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what y'all want to call yourself, but to me, I just I couldn't call y'all friends. Like if you out here scheming, plotting, and planning to, you know, hit, hit your friend on a Thursday, that's right. Just, but that's what I'm saying. That's different. That's different. That's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. It's different from we hooked up back in the day and now we're friends versus we're friends and I'm trying to get in them draws. Right. That's different. Those are two different things. And if you are in that situation, then that's, you know, you need to have some conversations because that ain't that's not a good look to be pining over your friends like. 
eventually it's going to bubble out because you're going to be jealous of the people that they date or that they hook up with or, you know, you're going to be acting like Ricky from Noah's Ark and you know, it's just, it's a mess. It's a mess. Cut them niggas out your life. If you have them (laughs) cut them out your life, telling you. Mm. Okay. So how do you feel about black men that don't want to date or hook up with other black gay men? I'm, I have no choice but to respect the preference. I just cannot wrap my mind about how somebody would be black and not like black men. Like it. Yeah. I might have to agree. Like I respect your preference because like I said earlier, you can't force attraction, but I'm not going to pretend like you don't look a little funny in the light. Like if you just happen to date a lot of white boys or whatever, okay, fine. But if you go out of your way, if you're one of those ones that put them on a pedestal and you always got something negative to say about black men, then that's not you're not the kind of person that I would want to be around. Those 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 be the niggas with the cricket haircuts. You got to watch out for that. <laughs> they be the ones with the pictures from high school with, with that heat damaged hair. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, that was me. I'm sorry. I take that back. That was not nice. <laughs> I mean, as as someone who has dated outside of their race, I can I can say that. Uh, I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with the outside, outside of your race. I just know that there's nothing that could move me like someone black. And it's not even that. It's like, there's nothing wrong with dating outside of your race. It's just like, there's nothing wrong with dating your race. But if you're the type that's like, oh, no, nah, because all black gays scam and they steal or they lazy, all they want to do is smoke weed. When you start talking like that, then I have to do the pitter patter away from you because I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. And and every time they do it, like you just want to look at them and be like, "Yo, like you really ain't got to hurt you right now." Like you really just want to be like, "Who hurt you?" <laughs> the chances are they feel like that, and it probably wasn't even somebody black that made them feel that way. Right, or they, uh, a lot of that is internalized. <sighs> anyway, you know what? Because then we'll start getting deep, and we don't need to do that. Like, we go deep and we don't like get black no men sleep. Only date white women and their excuses are, oh, black women are loud and ghetto and they're good. You'd be like, shut up. Just shut up. <sighs> Them black women don't want you anyway. Okay, so any suggestions for meeting guys offline? Uh, and I can go first on I I got nothing. I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where the gay, the single gays go to mingle. I don't know what y'all be doing. Cause here in Houston, a lot of times you go to spots and nobody is actually trying to mingle. So I got nothing. Y'all tweet us, leave comments on SoundCloud. Where do you, if you single and gay, where do you go to find other single gay men that are receptive to being approached or approaching and, you know, you can actually get a phone number and it's not just, all right, meet me in the bathroom. Oh, here. Well, here in Charlotte, everywhere you go, you're going to run into a gay. Um, there's I don't think there's anywhere you can go in the city, actually, um, whether it's a restaurant, a bar, a club. And I mean, as far as meeting people, I feel like all it takes is a hey. If you're interested in somebody, just say hey, like, hey, Pete, hey. People are always waiting on someone to approach them, and that's how they miss out on gems because they just be sitting and staring. And I mean, and, and, and in my mind, it has to start somewhere. So, true. 
just say hey like start up a conversation don't and don't be weird like because to me staring is weird so it is very uncomfortable uh, so yeah i mean just cut out the middleman and speak uh that to me that's the easiest way to go about meeting Mm. somebody um Mm. and i mean y'all have to take that advice with action because if you ain't somebody stilo then it is what it is but yeah true enough that's that's the best way that I would say go about it is to just open your mouth and speak. Uh, nah, y'all have to take that with a grain of salt because you know Adrian has good looking privilege. So <laughs> no, I no, I well no shit. Mm, don't sit up here and lie. Nobody got time for your well, lies. Well, I mean, so well, let's I'm, move on. I'm more of a I'm more of an in person person anyway. Like I am a I'm one for approaching somebody. If I think you're attractive, I will approach you. And I will give you a compliment and I'll start a conversation with you. So I, but I'm, I'm very fearless in that aspect. Um, so may, maybe my approach isn't the best approach. Uh, but all I can say is saying, hey, breaks the ice. And that's the mm-hmm. easiest way to go about doing it. Okay. 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 Do you think there's something wrong with being uncut? And this is why I said we were going to talk about this a little bit more from the poll so now we can get into it um no i i to me it's to me it's a penis um a penis is a a penis yeah like it's yeah i mean that's pretty that's about as simple as i i i don't have a preference i mean as long as you you know keep it you know and and i mean it's 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 not even the whole oh if you uncut you got to keep it clean you have a dick so keep it clean like it's not even a cut or uncut thing like just keep it clean like and because a lot of y'all out here are cut and you think just because you cut you ain't got to do nothing down there and you walking around musty ass balls and that little crease between your your pelvis and your leg day dick like uh uh-uh Right, you out here smelling like The Walking Dead, but oh, I'm cut, so it's all no. But nah, I, I to me the the pre- I mean, I, I know people have their preferences, but to me, it's right. not that serious. Right. Like, it preference yeah. one thing, but if you, uh, and it's the same thing. If your preference leads to bashing, then you have to shut the fuck up. Yeah, like if it's just a simple, it's not for me. I don't, I don't like the extra skin in my mouth or something like. Okay, fine. But if it's oh no because y'all you know that's a that's a this and that's a that and I'm gonna get some diseases and shut up please be quiet I mean just say you don't like it and keep moving I mean people you know like to say that you know it's it's not visually appealing but I think that you know penises she I'm listen. Some of the prettiest ones I've, you know what? We don't need to do. I I don't need to testify right now. Y'all know what I'm talking about, all right? Some of the prettiest ones be hooded, all right? Just not built for it. Oh, 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 okay. (laughs) Sure, Jan. Mm-hmm. I, but yeah, I, I think I think you know if if you don't prefer it, cool, but shading it is just kind of stupid. Right. This um, is stupid. Um, and even if you anybody who deals with foreign men or men from other countries, most yes, of them so. niggas are uncut. Like, right. like y'all don't realize that the cut thing, like that's a Western thing. Like that's a more so an American thing. And my thing is for y'all to out here be to love. 
um, Island Dick so much. How y'all don't like Uncut Dick? This show on the road. Y'all want to get your groove back, but anyway, you know what? We don't need to do that. I'm going to say, of course, there's nothing wrong with it. I've spoken on this before. Keep it clean and keep it the hell moving. All right? That's right. Have fun. Stop being worried about all a bunch of dumb shit and have fun. Pull that skin back and attack. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is the last question before we move to the next segment. Do you think people are wrong for not wanting to be with someone that's uncut? I, my my question is in in what degree does it bother you that much? Right. Because I don't think they're wrong. I mean, I just I but like we just said, there's no need for the incessant jokes or acting like there's an alien in a man's pants because he's uncut. And don't project your bad experiences onto all uncut men. If you came across a dirty nigga, it wasn't because he was uncut. It's because he's a dirty nigga. And I've never had a bad uncut experience, but a nigga who's. Listen, listen, because we can talk about the bad cut experiences. Listen. You mess around with a, a dirty cut dick nigga and you want to cut the nigga. nigga. A nigga drop his pants and it sound like a dog bark. Mm-mm, I'm good. Listen. Mm-mm. He drop his pants and it's like the fucking walking dead and you'd be like, um, excuse me? Again, a dirty nigga is a dirty nigga. <laughs> yeah, that, that, right. that doesn't come with a cut or uncut. A dirty nigga is a dirty nigga. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it doesn't. I, I, I feel like to the degree in which it being a deal breaker for someone to the point where they just can't stomach it or stand it, I, I genuinely would like to know why. I'm, I'm curious as to... Me too. Like, give me, Yeah, tweet us, leave comments on SoundCloud or wherever. Like, if you genuinely don't like uncut dick like it makes your your stomach burble and gurgle tell us why like give us real reasons and not just i don't like it because what are we five okay well that's it for this round of questions so if you guys want to send in questions along the same vein as you heard on this episode feel free to do that you can tweet them to me. You can tweet them to the show page. You can DM them. You can email. You can post them on the on Facebook in the discussion group, and I'll collect those, and I can do another episode because I think it's really interesting to see preferences about these questions, especially when they're questions from the community about the community. So with that being said, we're going to move to the last segment of the show This is the Queer Query, but it's the Queer Query with the twist. Question. So I had so much fun with my guest VJ from Chopping It Up With Q when we did the episode doing six brown chicks questions that I thought, why don't we do this on this episode? It's the one year anniversary. (laughs) So let's see what these six brown chicks is talking about. They're so terrible. But it's so good. Listen, this is so entertaining, but it's so fake and it's so stressful. Okay, so, 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 so. First question. My girl and I both lost our jobs and we moved back to her mom's house while we get back on our feet. Well, my girl found a job, leaving me home alone with her mom. We've had sex all over the house and I can't stop. Help. <laughs> So I'm just going to say this. 
this is exactly why Terry said, fuck the family. Right. And was ready to carve Cousin Faith's ass like a ham. He deserves to be stabbed. Her mama deserves to be at the very least slapped thrice. Um, But I would say to the man who allegedly wrote this, leave that woman and her mama alone because you are a fuck nigga. There's nothing good that's going to come out of it. There's nothing good that's going to come out of you staying at home, not making no damn money, and fucking her mama. The the fact that the mama legit moved them in and is allowing this unemployed man to pipe her down. While her daughter is at work. That... Because the daughter found a job. Yo, like... And then, oh, the... I mean, don't get me wrong. The the nigga's trash, but the mama is like unbelievable. Like that's what I said. She need at least three slaps. Like you really in house dick from your daughter's man, and he ain't got no job. You know what this reminds me of? So I was watching Investigation Discovery. (laughs) (laughs) You know how when I set it up with that, you know it's about to be some bullshit, and. Before we even get into it, these people were white. But there was a woman that was dating a man. She was an older woman, like in her 50s, maybe. She was dating a younger man that was in like his early, like she was in her late 50s. He was in his early 40s. She was dating a man. And then her daughter moved in for whatever reason. And the man started sleeping with her daughter, who was in her like mid to late 30s. -hmm. And they got caught. And somehow, some way, they worked it out. So the man broke up with the mama, started dating the daughter, and but they were still all living together. And so the mama walking around looking at the daughter and the man be all in love and shit. So the man likes to drink. He get drunk and he start trying to get with the mama again. So he bouncing back and forth between them. Long story short, I don't know what escalated, but the mama ended up shooting the man. Oh, okay. Shot him. Okay. Pro- problem solved. Shot him dead. Now, I'm granted she went to jail, but <laughs> as you said, problem solved. I mean, whew. Yeah. I mean, for your for your uh, white listeners, I, I apologize, but that was really some white people shit. Like, I mean, they were white, so I don't I don't know how to dress it any differently. Yeah, that they was, were very that was, But uh, hopefully the daughter catches um, the mom and the... Um, the boyfriend, and I hope that she, you know, burns the house down. And listen, that's a mess. My thing is, he talking about help. What What is anybody supposed to do for you? Help, help yourself. Your go get a job so you can so you can occupy your time better than besides fucking the mama. Like, thank you. Like, even if you got to drop fries, <laughs> dropping fries is better than fucking your girlfriend's mama. Drop fries. Don't drop the mama draws. Like, thank you. Drop fries. Don't drop dick. You look crazy. Just anyway. Okay, next up it says, My older girlfriend gets drunk on weekends and blacks out. Oh, dear. She's me. She is. (laughs) I usually take a few bills when she's out. She accused her sister and put her and the baby out of the house. Problem. I still need that money. (laughs) How? Oh, Jesus Christ. I need that money. How to convince her to let her sis come back? I need a scapegoat. Yeah. So you just a whole thief with no shame. <laughs> you got you got a baby put out of their home. 
because you too chicken shit to ask for the money that you need. You stealing from your home girl. And you got a baby put out of their house. What type of savage do you got a beetle at this child be out in the cold? Listen, Tommy, I need a scapegoat. What you need is your ass Yo. beat. <laughs> the disrespect. And then you, so you got this woman beefing with her own sister and niece because you stealing from her purse? Mind you, Are you and, stupid? And, and I know the sister and the baby was just defending herself until she was blue in the face. You know she was because it ain't, let me tell you something, black folk don't, black folk don't hate shit else. They're being accused of some shit that they did not fucking do. Black black people just don't play about fire and stealing. Those are two things that they just don't play. Yo, if you... Mm, mm, you need your ass yeah. beat. That nigga All savage. Right. <laughs> That's so terrible. Right. And the thing is... So you are, like, first of all, you got a girl, you got a homegirl that gets drunk on the weekends to the point where she blacks out. So you already a bad friend because here and there drinking till you black out. Okay, fine. But this sounds like a regular occurrence, like damn near every weekend. So you already doing a disservice as a friend because clearly sis needs some help. But not only are you letting her drink herself into cirrhosis, you stealing from her motherfucking purse. That really sound like some some shit out of a book. Yeah, she get drunk and pass out, and then then I go take her cash. Like that's so fucking crazy. Ugh. But yeah, he he need his whole ass beat, all of it. He or she? no no, I think this is oh, a woman. She them that look. It, yeah, she made girlfriend like homegirl. Yo, she need her ass for just just all. She need the the woman need to beat her ass. The sister need to beat her ass. They need to hold her down so the baby can beat her ass. Baby down and hand it some apple, some apple juice and some animal crackers. And she need to shoot through that girl ass. Like, uh uh-uh. You get me put out of my comfortable home because you can't just ask your homegirl for some money? Do you know how funny people are be acting about wanting to let somebody in with a kid? With a child. Family or not. Yo. See, this goes back. See, this is why Terry be like, fuck the family. Except this time, it wasn't even the family. It was the homegirl. Oh, man. Faze need to be delivered all over these yeah. questions. We are only two in. Okay, we got two more before we get out of here. It says, I'm sexy and adventurous. All right. Uh-huh. I'm also happily married. Okay, it's starting to go downhill. Problem. Two women and my black men with beards chat group are pregnant. They say by me. Uh, <laughs> I left. Uh, okay, I was I, I was not expecting that. I wasn't expecting that at all. I left the group, but one is threatening to tell my wife. The other wants to keep the kid. Help me fix this without messing up at home. You already fucked up. What you fucked up? Twice. Right. So first of all, first and foremost. How are you happily married if you stepping out on your wife? Like, I really feel like niggas don't know what happily married means. They don't know what that phrase means. If you happily married, you're not trying to dick down nobody in a beard appreciation group. Like, are you stupid? You like my beard. And not only are you dicking down women from the beard appreciation group, you doing it raw. She 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 liked the way my beard looks, so I'm about to fuck her raw, get her pregnant. Oh, she liked it too. And I'm then, and then this is how you know this is a stupid ass nigga because you thought you was gonna solve this problem by leaving the group. Look, I hope I hope both of them women 
pop up on his front door like like Mary J in the Your Child video. Like for real, like his wife absolutely deserves to know that she has a shitty nigga with a beard for a husband. I hope she gets all the tea and burns all of your shit, a la Bernadine and waiting to exhale. You're the motherfucking proper influence. She really out here about to be a sister wife and she don't even know. Niggas out here really letting these beard groups gas them up. Mm-mm-mm. Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on. And you got not only one, you got two pregnant. Huh? Talking about they say by me, hey. sir. Sir. You know. You know. Sir. You know good and well them your babies. The, listen, the only thing that man was pulling out of was parking spots. He he was not with that, that man lying. Okay. But I I I hope that all the bad things happen to him. And um and and I hope his wife finds out. And I hope that she takes yeah. half of his shit and the rest of the half gets split up with child support. So uh, I imagine taking half and be like, he got to cut off half that beard too. <laughs> <laughs> it all belongs to me. Mm. That would be petty as fuck. <laughs> okay, last one, last one, last one. First, Twitter. Don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. You're already starting off wrong, mm. sis. Second, my issue is that I'm seeing a married dude for 11 plus years. Okay, you done already fucked up a decade of fucking up. And I just found out that after he divorced his wife, like he promised me, he got engaged to someone new. Uh, Ad- advice. Hashtag devastated. My thing is, what type of emotional investment do you think that you are going to get being a side chick for a decade for a whole decade so um my only response to this is see when you do clownery right (laughs) the clownery comes back to bite you not you not mad at the fact that this man you you been dragging you along for eleven years. For eleven years, she was the side chick. She's mad that he chose somebody else, right? All and it's really a whole eleven years in somebody else, and you're, oh girl, it's really sad to me how many women don't realize that if a man and th- and I'm not saying it's right for men to do this, but it, it is. We know that it's true that they do it. If a man sees you as a side chick. When he meets you, when y'all in the throes of whatever y'all got going on, nine times out of ten, that's how he's always gonna see you. Listen, if and I, that's why you always hear these stories of he left his wife and then he went and got somebody else. You know, he got he, he, that's why because he's never seen you as anything other than a side chick. The only man that's ever chose a woman that was a side chick was Steve Harvey. Like mm-hmm. no, I thought that was like a golden rule. Like I just figured. You you never chose a side chick like that was like if I'm if I was in a relationship and I cheat on my nigga with you, I would never in a million years be with you. I wouldn't expect it. I mean, that's why they have those things like how you get them is how you lose them or some shit like that. Yeah. And look at this. Look at this. Look what doesn't happen. And the, the fact that you tried to drag Twitter first, that's how you know you in the wrong you knew you were in the wrong. You've known you were, have been in the wrong for 11 plus years. So 11 years and seven months, you've been bouncing on dick that was never yours, was never going to be yours. And you knew it. 
Now he engaged to someone else. And my thing is, if he he's to done that to him, the program, like 12, 12 years ago. <laughs> well, my thing is, if, if in 12 years he's never advanced y'all's relationship, how can you be surprised that he got engaged to someone else? And why would you want to be with him? Well, if she, the advice is leave, I, pack your pussy up, I, and leave. I need to know that in these eleven years, I need to know what her bank account is looking like, or what. You beat me like. to it because I was about to say, like, you need to have a car paid off in your name. You need have not nan debt. I'm talking about you. You don't even need to have a fucking pending parking ticket payment. Like eleven years, twelve years aside, bitch is is. You should be living a golden life. You should have whatever shoes you want on your feet. You know, his auto insurance. She need to look something. Okay. Got to be something. Got to be rocking. You better not have paid a, an electric bill in at least seven years. If shoot, if if she was smart, she would be trying to build her own shit and keeping that nigga on the side for the benefit. Hello, flip the shit. Make him the side nigga. She she already wrong. They don't get shit. Now she's talking about I'm devastated because he engaged to someone else. Why would That's what happens when you with somebody do... who kept you as a person on the side for it. Oh, girl. Okay. 11 plus years. You was his lover and his secretary. From 2007 to 2018. You could, oh, no. That is a long a fucking long time. time. You are a whole different motherfucker in that span of time. Shit, you probably done had you probably done went through two, three, four transformations in twelve years. From from twenty five to thirty six. Oh. Can you imagine? You know, girl, you know, gave this nigga all your young years, all your youth. Mm. I'd be mad as hell. I gave you. My I mean, she's she's devastated, but you need to pick your devastation up and move it the fuck along. Yeah. Get away from this nigga. My my thing is like my best advice to her is to just keep on keeping on. Like what? At what? I mean, clearly he's not going to choose you, so you might as well just go on. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the old school relationships. You remember niggas used to do this back in the day. This is why I always say it's nothing new under the sun. Y'all be trying to blame everything on social media. This shit is not new. Because remember back in the day, a nigga would leave his family, have him a side piece. Go get another family and keep that same side piece. I feel like there was a movie once, or maybe I was watching a TV show where this man's side piece and he had a kid with her. She had been his side piece for like 20 years and he died. Matter of fact, he died on top of her. And then she came to the funeral and his wife was mad, but it was like, sis, you knew what it was. It's been 20 years. How'd he die on top of me? That is awful. Like, I. <laughs> I would damn near be like shit, kill me too, because this is terrible. Yeah. I I can't I can't go on. Yeah, I mean I the whole yeah the whole side family thing is not a new thing, right? But I'm talking about but the whole idea of a nigga taking his side piece with him from relationship to relationship that's not new. Oh nah nah, that shit ain't new. My, 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 my. If you if you let him, he gonna do the same thing. He gonna have him a whole new brand new wife while he's sitting there. Smashing you on the side when he can, because in in his mind it ain't changing over here. Like he's not. That's what in his mind that's what you are. That's what I'm saying. You've never been anything different to him. I mean, he might he might respect you, but he, that man ain't oh. changing that title. Respect. Oh. Listen, and yes, I use respect loosely. 
I'm, I mean, and by, by respect, I mean, he's like respecting the title. Of side chick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Side line ho. Mm-mm-mm. Girl, get your life together. That's sad. Hashtag sad. That's sad. 11 years. 11. That's, that, that's how long Bernie was with John. Mm-hmm. 11 years. Mm. At least Bernie got to slap the shit out of the white woman. I don't know what you're going to get out of the deal. Look. I hope you've gotten something out of the deal. Shit. Mm-mm-mm. You keep me on the side for 11 years. I'm talking about my bank account is going to be stacked. Listen, I need vacations on demand. I need I need my money to not be funny. I need uh-uh. My credit is going to be pristine. Like A whole decade of... <laughs> a decade. And she mad. At, at, at what point in them 11 years were you going to be mad at yourself? Like, Wait a minute. 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 <laughs> no, it's not. I was about to say, is this is this Wendy Williams' husband's side chick? But he not right. divorcing Wendy, so this can't All be right. her. All right. Same situation. That's all I'm saying. She's something. Girl, good luck, everybody. That's all I can say. So with that being said, that is going to wrap up the anniversary episode of Gay Side Stories. We are one year old over here. I cannot believe that I have been doing this show for an entire year consistently. I only missed, I want to say, two weeks. And that was when I was going through the transition. But I did do a bonus episode. So it all balances out because when we launched, we launched with like three or four episodes already done. So the official uh, birth date or anniversary date, whatever you want to call it, is January 31st. That was the day we launched our episodes and everything. So before I get into that long spiel, um, remind people where they can find you one more time. Uh, yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, my at name is at underscore underscore Huss, H-U-S-S. Uh, if you choose to follow me on Instagram, it's planet underscore Huss, H-U-S-S. Uh, I, my, my Snapchat is S-H underscore Adrian. And those are about the three main places you can find me. Um, and if you guys are, um, if you guys are on Facebook and you guys are in the uh, podcast, you know, comment section, then, you know, you can, I'll be there commenting. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Reach me. Okay. Um, again, you guys, if you want to show your appreciation for the show or send me your congratulations, the best way to do so is by leaving a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or if you listen on another app that allows you to do that, but Apple Podcasts obviously is the biggest one. Um, but you can tweet me that stuff uh, to my personal Twitter or to the show Twitter, to the Facebook group or the Facebook page or on Instagram. Remember to use the hashtag GaySidePod whenever you do any of that. And if it's for the one year anniversary, use the hashtag GaySide one year. One year. Um, GaySideStories.com is where you go for more information about the show. If you want to email me anything, like I said, if you guys have questions, if you want me to do another episode like this and you have some questions that I haven't covered, you can email them to GaySideStories at gmail.com. Follow and interact on all of the social media that I just plugged. 
search for the discussion group is hashtag gay side pod on Facebook. And the regular Facebook page is just gay side stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you have not already make sure you are sharing this show with other people. We have a, I have, I'm trying to get back into providing more content. So shout out to Kevin. Cause after I listened to his episode, I was like, well, let me get my rear in gear. Um, so the sounds of the stories playlist is on SoundCloud. There should be a new short story out this week sometime. Um, I'm going to resurrect the blog because I've seen a lot of stuff that I want to just highlight. You know, I may not have a long write up about it, but, you know, there's been some transgender deaths and things like that that I want to make sure I get on the blog. So all of that is getting resurrected is getting resurrected. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you all for your support over this past year. I don't know how it happened. I don't know where a lot of y'all have come from, but I am very grateful that you're here. Shout out to my podcast peers who have supported me, John and Kevin and VJ and shout out to all of the guests who have taken time out of their busy schedules to talk shit with me on this raggedy show. Shout out to you, Huss. This is what your third appearance Yes, um, just and everyone who had a hand in, in helping me get this show up and keep it running. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to my friends, Nikki, Naj, Bree, just really for being my sounding boards and helping me so much through so much. Um, you guys know the ins and outs of everything that have happened with this show. And I just appreciate you guys. If it wasn't for you, I don't know. I I may have fallen off a long time ago. So with that all being said, you guys remember the lost commandment. Thou shalt protect thy walls or they will crumble. And I want to add to that. And I want to say, thou shalt not be in a relationship with a married man for 11 years <laughs> and be devastated when he gets engaged to someone else but wants to keep thou as a side piece. All right. Thou shalt embrace thine side piece status. Or thou shalt not be a side piece. All right. And we are out of here. Happy one year anniversary to me. Happy one year anniversary. Bye, y'all.